In the future, roving bands of comic book podcasts will savage the wasteland, once known as the internet. One podcast, the Grawlix Podcast, may not be the biggest, may not be the funniest, may not be the most well-spoken. Wait, what was my point again? Oh yes, the Grawlix Podcast. Listen to it at GrawlixPodcast.com. That's G-R-A-W-L-I-X Podcast.com. Hey, Paul, look over there at the size of that moose. Son, that's no moose. That there is a pile of bulls. Okay, we need to make a couple quick adjustments here, here, and here, and you know what? Yeah, I think that's better. Away we go. This is the audio recording from the Bullspit with Moose segment of the Last Starfighters Entertainment Group 24-Hour Extravaganza. Sit back and see what hilarity ensues while we play the ABCs of pop culture. Welcome, Moose Pack, to the first ever live episode of Bullspit with Moose. We are doing uh, the ABCs of pop culture. I am joined by Billy, one of the dimwits from uh, Daydream Instruction Manual. And... uh, I am joined also by the guru of guru of Grawlix, Mr. Randall Sylvie. And like I said, we are going to do the ABCs of pop culture. So here we go. Billy, your letter is, wow, Z. Z? So, two minutes on the clock. Um, or it, once it gets to two minutes, whatever. I'm wasting time. Z, let's talk about Zoobly Zoo. Thank you, because I actually wanted Z. I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I suppose this, 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 it, it's apropos. You have interviewed already. I just interviewed uh, Gary Schwartz, the guy who played Bravo Fox. And we'll be interviewing Lookout Bear very shortly. So uh, Paul, or Moose, is already in the trenches of, of interviewing folks who, the, the main cast from Zubily Zoo. And so I, as, as a kid, like, I loved these weird... Um, <laughs> Jesse says zombily with the Z. Hey, look at that. Um I uh I always I always loved Zoobly Zoo and things of that nature. Like as a kid, you know, seeing that and um like the banana splits. Um I I liked uh the weird um animal anthropomorphic animals uh singing and dancing and telling kid stories. No, not judging. I'm not into furries, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. No. We got 20 seconds. So if there's anything else you want to talk yeah, no, about, Randy. Zoo has always been a big part work. of my life. No, no Zoobly Zoo for you? I, I No, it wasn't really on my radar. I have no Zoobly Zoo experience. So it's all you guys. All right. Moose, make it quick. You can you can use all your you can 
blow your bull spit load in your your in everybody's uh, face episodes at another time but give us a little bit yeah no uh zoobly zoo has been a huge part of my life and like i like you'll hear me mention in the interview uh i uh resonate with each one of the zoobles at different points in my life it's kind of interesting I'm a little, I'm a little surprised because I guess the time frame's right. I was thinking maybe I'm too old for it. I just don't know it. Hmm. Oh. So, um, Moose, go ahead and um, give us a spin. W, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> was that your answer for W? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, w, pop culture and W. Gotta make it quick, buddy. Oh, I You're, know. It, it, it's your first time. I know, and I can't think of, like, I, W, wow. Is that your answer? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there, it, it can be a band. Um, It can be Wham. a cartoon. <laughs> what? Wham. 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 <laughs> Just because that's what popped into my head. Wham. All right, so who can talk about Wham? I know who can talk about Wham. Not some Eddie. Yeah, but Eddie. 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 Yeah. Hey, Eddie. Um, Eddie. Eddie. Oh. We need somebody to talk about <laughs> Wham. You got to warn a guy. I, we're talking about Wham. I, we need you to band. talk about Wham. I'm never going to dance again, guys. <laughs> I'm never going to dance. Let me put my hat on. The band? Yep. Yeah, I got W, and all I could think of was Wham. Are we doing a what? I'm I'm sorry. I'm, me and me and Joe were conference calling. Just talk about Wham. It's the ABCs of pop culture, and Wham is is the topic of of the like minute left. All I can talk about with Wham. Hi, Randall. Hi. This is the first time we've been on a podcast together. I know, I know. You know, some of, and I'm not including myself in this, some of Omaha's top podcasters have never done this before, and and now now it's happening. It's a downright We need to recognize that immediately. Al, can you talk about Wham? Oh, he probably can't hear. Al, can you talk about Wham? No. No. Okay, fair enough. Al, I'll talk to you in a bit. Um, all I remember from Wham, not all I remember, because I was a sheltered Mormon child, was that um, George Michael's uh, patootie, when he shook it, looked rather uh, um, attractive, even though as a, as a young preteen boy, I didn't understand uh, any of the f- emotions coursing through my veins, Billy. But he had a nice backside. It's not the Little Mermaid vein, though, is it? No, but maybe yes. <laughs> I'm mesmerized by Randall's pulsing rainbow lights behind him. Right? Yeah, good. Nobody ever comments on him. What? That's, that that's the keyboard? goal. Is that just lights? What's going on? Uh, the, it's just a LED strip light. I love it. Thank you. I, I have a similar thing, but it's like stuck on blue in the background there with the no i like your blue and purple thing eddie are you gonna stick around yeah i've been meaning to pop in uh, al and i were comparing some notes and talking about some stuff and so uh no but he's gone he's gone now 
Okay. That's that's, that's real blast with well, and um that's my phone by background by the way, Paul. Look at of that. Of course it is. Hey, we've got a time limit here. Oh. <laughs> um <laughs> so since the screens got moved around, let's let's move Eddie next. Um Paul, go ahead and give us another spin. Man. What's the premise here, guys? Shortly. What are we doing? This is horse crap. Eddie, you got C. C. So you come up with whatever pop culture thing, cartoon, movie, TV show, band, whatever, that starts with the letter C. Care Bears, my friend. Care Bears. How long do I got to talk about Care Bears for? We got two two minutes minutes per level. Care Bears. Okay, so Care Bears, I don't care who you were. Even if you were the toughest kid around, I'm looking at you, Moose. No, I watched Care Bears. You did? Yeah, I watched Care Bears. I everybody liked Care. Randall, were you into Care Bears? You like them at all? They, man, they were okay. They were okay. Right. Okay. You, I mean, you're giving them that much at least. I had, I had, I have three little sisters, so they watched Care Bears. If I happen okay. to be in the room, you know, maybe that happened. But Care uh-huh. Bears, Cowabunga. We don't need to go there. We're talking Care Bears, Jesse. <laughs> they. Fought things with the power of their emotions. Where's Brandon Voorhees when I need him? He and I are Disney bros. Um, if you had not seen Care Bears the movie, you're not living life. It's a crazy movie. It's this weird, like these kids get lost in this abandoned theme park that's been taken over by this like demon. And the Care Bears come in and they're like, they're not even afraid of this thing. And as a kid, I was like, you should probably be scared of these guys. <laughs> um, there's, I watched it with my son Logan. Um, there's a Care Bears show on Netflix. Oh, new one now. Newish, yep. Yeah. And then there's like a spinoff where it's like the Care Bear Friends, where it's like the lion, and it's like none of them are actually bears. Oh yeah, those are the Care Bear cousins. Yeah, you got to come correct on that one. Uh, I say uh, and it that made was- fat kids feel good because you fought everybody with your belly. You're right. Your belly was a superpower and the power of your emotions. I, I always thought that Grumpy Bear was kind of a weird conflict. Like, how is he fighting people with the power of his grump? You know? Because you can't like, fight ah, him with your rump. Yeah. I, I know what they were doing there. They were trying to make the kids who were kind of in a bad mood like, well, you're you're still in the in the club. Okay. <laughs> that one makes the All most right. sense to me. <laughs> Randall is <laughs> you're right. Bear yeah. No more Care Bears. All right. Give it a spin. Care Bears. Spin the wheel. Really? B. 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 Randy, this one's for you. B. You're not so easy, is it? (laughs) Um, How about... Is this explicit? Well, I mean... G13 at the best. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to go Bob then. Bob from Fight Club. And maybe you can guess where I was going to go with the B. Because Bob. What, big tit Bob? No, he's got bitch tits. Oh, so, that's it. That's what it was. Yeah, you're okay. You're PG- I don't know if that's PG-13. That seems like it's pushing it, but who knows? Well, you figure um, PG-13, you're allowed one F-bomb, so. Hey, but with- we we had two for the whole twenty four hour back in the future. Yeah, one of them came from Jesse. Jesse, what? Yeah. Really? 
he dropped an f bomb in a flurry of no and i'm with him i was in character i couldn't i couldn't reginald dropped one to me it was reginald it's amazing okay so more, I'll more say talk about meatloaf. Al loves meatloaf and 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 Bob. Oh, Bob, that brings in that brings in two powerful pop culture things: meatloaf, as you mentioned, and Fight Club. Um, Wait, are we even I allowed mean, to talk about this? Ooh, good point, um, Moose. So we should be. We'll just talk about meatloaf for a whole. So what we're gonna do instead is we're gonna talk about Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, let's talk about. Moves. Let's talk about bad out of hell because it starts with B. Uh, so, interesting thing about Fight Club, it was very. I've seen that movie. Uh, like when I was young, I think every. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you guys are different. But like, if that movie was out it, when you were in your 20s, you've probably seen that movie a million times. I have. It was like a rite um, of passage movie. Very strange. One night, I you know whatever. I was at home in my apartment forever ago. And uh, I watched Fight Club, and at the end, uh, Bill skyscrapers coming down. And then I went to bed, and then I woke up and turned on TV, and it was nine eleven. And I was like, "Well, that's weird." That so, is weird. Yeah. Um. So in a weird way, Fight Club always makes me think of nine eleven. And uh, yeah, I don't know the meat. I I haven't rewatched it for a while, but I feel like, given that since that movie came out, we have had a lot of we have had a war. We've I had a lot of war Couple and wars. just a whole lot of other things have happened that it might not carry the same kind of, I don't know. Apparently not. that's what happens when you talk about fight club. Yep. That's why you don't talk about fight club and we're going to stop because our time's up anyway. So give us a new letter. F F fight club. No, it's not my turn. <laughs> It's Moose's turn, right? Or Billy's turn. It, it, it's my turn. Um, I'm going to go with Friends. Ooh. I couldn't stand it when it was on TV. I'll be honest. Same. Um, I, I'd i be lying if I said I didn't find some of the jokes legitimately funny. I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to say it wasn't funny. Like when, like especially the roommate, like when Chandler and not not Chandler, when uh, Joey and um, Ross, Ro not Ross, the other, um, yeah, Ross. I'm sorry, no, Chandler. I'm sorry. See, it's Ross Joey. or Chandler. I mean, you're running out of people here, guy. When he, when he put on all of his clothes, that was a great bit. I don't I know who you are. Any more clothes? He was so mad at him. He just put on all of his clothes. I'm like, that's pretty funny. And you ruined your buddy's clothes. Um, but. Thank you, Jesse. They were on a break. Yeah. 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 But that doesn't mean you go and I'm in the I'm in the wrong place emotionally for this kind of point right now. <laughs> um, but I just couldn't I couldn't get into it. And I know that the creators of uh Big Bang Theory, I think, were somehow connected to friends too, weren't they? I could have sworn the guys who created Big Bang were somehow connected to wow. Friends. I don't think so. Not the actors. I mean, like the no, producers and writers. No, I don't think so. I guess I could be um, wrong. I don't think so. But yeah, I just couldn't get into it as much as I like at the time. Because I mean, like I was in graduating high school and going to college at the time when that really when that show hit and that dang song was on the radio all the time. I definitely yep, watched no, it more um, in reruns than I did in its first run. 
It's very homophobic as a show, but and granted, it's, it's a 90s and it was yeah, it's the nineties, man. Acceptable, you know. Yeah, I know. Oh, I get it. Being gay was hilarious. <laughs> it is the epitome um, of nineties on TV. Friends is my favorite show of all time. Yeah, no, I get how it's funny. No, I, 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 yeah, you're not, land. You're fine. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I don't really even have a lot to say about it. I just he had I a monkey. It. Huh? He had a monkey. He did. Uh, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. We all need a pet monkey or a monkey butler. That's Dunstan checks in. Yep. <laughs> um, yes. So there's your D if that comes up. Uh, but anyway, that's that's done. So we need a, a, another spin the, spin. the wheel of pop culture. So let's go Eddie I again. <laughs> yep. Jay. Eddie. Oh, it's my turn. Jay. It's my turn? Yep. Yep. Jay. Jay and Silent Bob. I'm sorry. I got to go. No, that works. There's. I I remember seeing Clerks the first time um, in a theater in uh, in, um, Sarasota, Florida. Um, We uh, literally hopped on a city bus and went to go see it at this tiny little like downtown theater, like kind of like here, you know, uh, film streams or whatever. And uh, I walked out of there like, that was pure magic. Like, it was just the classic, you know, I was, you know, 18, 17, 18 years old. And it was right geared right towards that crowd. And and Jay and Silent Bob jumped out. And as soon as Mallrats came out, I and it was more Jay and Silent Bob centric in a way. They they played bigger Mm -hmm. parts in it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, these guys are funny. You know, and and uh, granted, a certain specific kind of funny, but still funny, and um, and so I just I thought, and I knew over time, I'm like, this guy's probably not even really acting that much. He's probably more like this in real life than he'd like to admit. And I think in some weird way, we all knew someone kind of like Jay already. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why that guy, that character, resonated so so well with us. Was like, we all have that friend who's like a loud mouth who makes terrible decisions all the time and somehow manages to uh, still kind of make it out of okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, you've got to watch, you watch Clerks first. That's the one thing you know, if you're doing any uh, a Skewniverse stuff. I, I feel like you, if you, if you really want to get the full experience, like you, you kind of need to watch them in the order that they came out because yeah. one makes little references and has character recurring characters and whatnot. I mean, I suppose you can watch any of them, but it would be definitely be a much more fulfilling thing if you just watched them from each one. Going back to Clerks after, I'm sorry, going back to Clerks after almost any of the other ones is interesting because Jay specifically seems much more real yeah. than Clerks. Yeah. A little less heightened. Yeah. And it's, it's weird because, yeah, he definitely seems like... Uh, probably a couple people I know. So he was um, everybody's stoner friend. Right, right. So, yeah. Right, you know he was told to amp it up a little bit. You right. know what I mean? Towards, uh, so, hey, real quick, I know we have to do another spin, but, like, yeah. real, real quick hot take. Favorite uh, view of universe, at least, not so much, like, Red State, but, like, within that universe, guys, what's your favorite one? I guess we'll start with Moose. Clerks. Clerks. What about you, Randall? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go clerks. Billy? Clerks two. Ooh. 
going for the clerks too. For me, it's a hard split between dogma and mall rats, but um, um so the I, elevator I, again. I feel like dogma is like <coughs> the best one. Yeah, like right. it's just magnificently made. Yeah. But, um, clerks two is my favorite. Yeah. 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 So anyway, next good old J spinning. Ooh, I got V. Aha. V V, like Voltron. Oh, mm. uh, I thought it was like for Vendetta. Yeah. No, anyway, it's, Voltron. It's Voltron. Voltron. I'm here's, with you on that. What I know about Voltron. Sometimes I see like the robot thing, and I go. Oh, oh, never mind. That's not a Megazord. And then I, I then I don't know. It came before a Megazord, Billy. Megazords. Yes, yeah. a Voltron. I didn't say oh. that it didn't. I said I don't care. Oh, heart. We all like something that came later before the first thing. I, I just hugged my big foot, but he's drying out in the bathroom. I so, say, yeah, it was all. Uh, it, it all came out of Japan, and. The, They've always been fascinated with giant robots. And it I mean, went from like Voltron to Gundam to uh, Super Sentai. Uh, Manzinger Z, American version Transor Z, didn't that even come out before Voltron even? I think so, yeah. yeah but yeah, that Voltron is, it's gone through so many iterations. The, the most recent <laughs> one's really good. This baby's made in Japan. <laughs> Little mega reference there. Yeah, but Voltron, dude. And if you, Billy, if you and and Randall, anybody, if you guys haven't seen the Netflix, the new DreamWorks version of Voltron, mm -hmm. uh, it's actually really good. Like it, it, it's. Uh, I hate Super to say it. Sentai came first. What came first? Super Sentai. Oh. Which is the, the live Japanese action Power Rangers. Power. Ooh, before Voltron? Voltron was like in the early 80s. Yeah. How old and, is Super Sentai? The late 70s. 50? Late, late 70s. Oh, whatever, Billy. I can't even hear you now. <laughs> it don't matter because our time is up. Hey. I like his hands. What? Voltron, the '80s, the old school. I, I love me some Voltrons. I just gotta say, I love yeah. that. I love that it was the, uh, you know, I don't know, the Jaws for hands. Yeah, it's almost kung fu grip. I'd go right. grab. I got all the lions up on my shelf back there. All right, Randy. Already? Okay. Your letter <laughs> is O. 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 Is that your answer? <laughs> Oh, that's fair. That's fair. This could go so many directions. Uh, oh, I'm gonna. Oh, is difficult. Um, just because. Uh, this this feels like a cheat, but I'm gonna face, go Randy. Omen. Ooh. Okay. I like it. That was a cheat. That was, that was gonna be all. I did it all for it's all amazing. for you, Damien. Right. That's the best. That's that's one of the best just scenes. From any my great movie. uncle, uh, Gregory Peck is in it. What did you yeah. say? Great uncle, yeah, 
Is that okay? I mean, I think he's kidding. I'm kidding. We just yeah. have the same name. Okay. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, the Omen's Game great. 13. It seemed like I was talking about that. It's... I got to fuck. What is happening? We're talking about the Omen. That's what's happening. Christopher Walken. <laughs> what? I'm dying. No, you're thinking. Uh, maybe you're not thinking this, but are you thinking Dead Zone? I might. Uh, uh, or what was it? The Seventh Seal, or what was the other one? I thought Walken was in. Not I was a sheltered Mormon child. I don't. No. You have the mark of the beast on your chin. That's why you have to wear the beard. Yeah, I do. It's right here. There's. You know, you can't use. I was a sheltered Mormon. No, child but there's giant holes in my in my game on some stuff, and it's hilarious because I haven't filled them in. And He's you can take in other holes, but anyway. not, not Mormon holes. The Omen does have uh, the second Doctor in it. Not in, in a uh, he plays. Okay, yep. Not, th- prophecy. This is, that's what I was thinking. That's of. what I said. Oh, prophecy. That's like two decades later. <laughs> The prophecy, though, that's a good movie. <laughs> I like that movie. He was born a poor Mormon. <laughs> There's child. so much truth to this. Patrick Trouton, Second Doctors in the Omen. You guys don't know. I, I'm Doctor Deficient. That's been well established with me and Jesse. I just remember <laughs> the guy with the cool scarf and the clothes that tried to kill him. That one episode in the Omen. No, in Doctor. Yes, in the Omen. I remember that. That's all right. We're moving on anyway. I, I know. Think no, no, this is great. With Omen. No, that's we didn't perfect. really talk about yeah, the Omen. Works. Perfect. <laughs> I said that's just how What'd it works. Hey, Billy. X. All right, you got X. I know where he's going with this one. Man, I knew it. I know where I'd go with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'd go with it. All right. <laughs> I'm going to put down something that I know uh, a good portion of people won't agree with. Um, Al Garrison, if he's still in the comments, definitely does not agree with me. Um, and that is that I think that like all of but like two X Men movies are are bad. All no, but two. Re- reverse it. Only two of them are bad. Yeah, the rest of them are all pretty cool. There's varying degrees, of course, but. I think most of them are pretty dang I would agree with that. Interestingly, I would agree with either of those statements. Al because says, I think a lot yeah. in the middle, I, could, I, I was willing to hear your argument for why certain ones are bad, but most of them are pretty decent, I would say, yeah. Which ones are bad? I'm curious. Uh, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, and X3. X3. Obviously. The Last Stand. I- I can't. I haven't seen uh, Dark Phoenix, so I can't say. Yeah, I haven't seen that one either. I, I have, and and I I enjoy it uh, quite a bit. You know, it definitely, you know, it, it went through I've some weird really stuff good. for sure. Because um, that that's the tail end of of the X Men movies, you know, and the split with uh, with Fox and and all that. But uh, no, I, I, Days of Future Past is like top two favorite comic book movie of all time um you know x2 is is really good it it was considered one of the first like great 
uh, comic book movies. You know, X-Men was was considered pretty decent. Next to like blew it out of the water. Uh, First class is really good. Um, Logan is amazing. The Wolverine's pretty cool. Um, so anyway, those are those are my thoughts on some of them. Yeah, I would put Logan and probably Days of Future Past at the top of my list. Yeah. <laughs> top top two top two films in that franchise. Like for the most part, they for just the kept... specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as I've shouted from the rooftops, X-Men the animated series set the bar for uh oh, X-Men yeah. productions. Which we so, got to talk to uh through your your connection. No one no one, no, one who, no one who no I don't know what that's in reference to. I don't know what I said. No one has besides Billy. I'm not quite sure. Um, we'll see. Yeah. We'll yeah. So anyway, uh, that is uh, that's the end of that one. Now we're on to Eddie. Uh-oh. G. So many places I could go with this. We said pop culture, right? Yeah. I'm going to go for it. My favorite band, yes. Genesis. Yeah. Doing it. Um. You know, people, you know, everybody's got a band thing and some bands they like to wham on. And that one seems to wham. be. Wham. We already did wham. And, uh, you know, anybody, you know, like Billy said, and you know, a lot of people say, you know, you, you like what you like and that's it. And um, you look at a band like Genesis or any band that's been along around for a long time, they're going to have these like arcs where their style over time just changes and. And, um, and, uh, they're no exception. I mean, they started off as this prog rock, uh, very, you know, long songs and super crazy chord structures. And then, you know, the eighties hit and they're like, we're tired. We want to make some money. <laughs> and so, yeah, you know, and I, I'm like, you know what? I don't care. It's still fun music. I don't get, I don't care. So for me, it's one of those bands that like, I can easily defend. I won't try to. I'm like, yeah, okay, that was clearly a radio song, but there's no denying, like, those guys are all pretty dang talented. Um, favorite band for sure. And there's, they were supposed to have a reunion tour pre COVID crap. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. We'll see. Anyone else have on, on Genesis? They're phone it in. They, I mean, especially when I was younger and I listened to a lot of radio music, I, they were they were not heavy enough for me they were not cool enough but i did always like their production <coughs> like i like the sound their their at least their studio albums are very kind of they're very studio sounding they're very produced and i i like that aspect of music so i always yeah. appreciated that there wasn't enough there wasn't enough <laughs> salt hard enough. Enough what salt salt does any have poor salt? kidneys <laughs> um my blood pressure's through the roof (laughs) yeah no uh uh, we actually eddie and i had a whole episode where we discussed our favorite bands and and in not even a serious way at, at all but kind of pitted them against each other when there's no right to put them against each other but it was kiss is my favorite band and genesis is his favorite band so we had a whole episode where we talked about um those two bands and uh we we introduced each other to 
them in, in bigger. You guys ways. sound like schoolyard enemies. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Genesis is better. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, my monster boots can kick your guy's butt. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of, uh, that's the end of Neener, G. All right, spinning the wheel. <laughs> that was a good song. I don't care who you are. They were roasting. Te- they were roasting television. I got you. You do it, Paul. Underdog. Underdog. Ooh, I had a. I loved Underdog, man. You know, I've still never seen the movie. Um, I don't. You know, I I don't expect it to like be anything that good but like my initial thought was like it's just it's just a regular dog in the movie right and i was like what like you know shouldn't it be like garfield or scooby or whatever like look all cartoony yeah yeah not be a dog wearing clothes in a cape <laughs> but anyway no i i liked underdog um yeah, Disney. That's how you make a live action. Um, I'm, actual, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking back to the cartoon, though, too. If any of you guys <laughs> saw that, um, I'd watched that quite a bit growing up. I mean, they had it on in the early morning. And uh, a lot of times oh, yeah. we would have to get up pretty early. Um, and we lived in a weird part of Virginia where we had to drive my dad to his uh, naval place and and so we'd get up early and we'd be we'd be waiting and I'd watch this cartoon block that was on at like 4:30 in the morning and they showed uh, underdog like back to back. Oh yeah. Free DVR. like 1981. Yeah, and you you can always remember the uh neither bird nor plane or even a frog. There you go. Just a little me just underdog. Polly purebred. <laughs> Basically a giant parody yeah. of Superman clearly. Oh, of course. But uh, still oh, yeah. fun, you know. I'm not even sure what animation studio put that out. I I don't either. Yeah, mm. no clue. It ran on NBC originally. Okay. Um. So possibly Universal production company Total Television. Yeah. See, it's one of those weird. Yeah, those like offshoot animation companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably laundered opium. <laughs> right. Opium laundering opium out there. We show Jabber. We show. Sounds like a sounds like a job for underdog. underdog. So let's uh, let's move on to Randy with. Oh, this is fitting. Salty S. Randy gets S. S. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go. This is actually one that's not hard to think of. I've got a couple options. I'm going to go with the first one because it's kind of off the wall. And maybe it's just because you guys were talking about bands. I'm going to go with Slayer. Whoa. Slayer is actually like. Sorry. Slayer is actually. So funny thing about Slayer. Back in Randy's youth, they weren't heavy enough. They just weren't heavy. No, no. Slayer was at that weird spot where like. (laughs) It was almost too heavy. It's like, whoa. No, I, I, player. You know, I uh, long hair playing in bands. You know, I always get mistaken for being like, oh, you must really like metal. And like, eh, I, I kind of don't love like 
super heavy music. And I mean, it gets heavier than Slayer, but it's just never been a thing for me. Um, Sorry. But uh, Slayer was more like 80s hardcore metal. And I was definitely in terms of like my music taste, I was a 90s kid. Like, so Mm. I liked more of the 90s metal industrial stuff like that. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. And early 90s, you got all the grunge stuff. Yeah. Um, But when I was in seventh grade, I found a couple of cassette tapes at a local park, just random cassette tapes on the ground. I was like, cool, cassette tapes. What's this? And I picked them up and I took them home and I listened to them. And I, I I listened to those tapes over and over again. And it was Slayer, Rain and Blood. Yep. Yes, it was. <laughs> and Cheap Trick. Ooh. Uh, Who'd, who dropped you know, those two tapes? You know who left those tapes there for you? Oh. It, it was Satan! <laughs> oh, I'm Santa. The rock gods. It always Santa. amused me. I'm like, Slayer oh, and Cheap Trick. Huh. That's an interesting mix. I listened to them both. They were great. <laughs> but, I mean, Same I didn't time. listen to a lot of Slayer beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. Dio Claus. Rainbow in the dark. And that is it. Dio Claus. Next. Q. Yeah, there you go, Billy. All right, Billy, you got Q. Um, Q. Me as a Star Trek guy, I already. I'm going to keep rolling on the same type of theme. I'm going to go with Queen. Ooh. Um, they are a band <laughs> that I like never like hated or disliked, but I didn't really care. And um, as I've gotten older and uh, whatever, like I hear their their music and I, I have like such more of a, a an appreciation for them. <clears throat> um, I. Uh, I actually think, you know, it's hard to to actually say, like, who's the best band ever, you know? And a lot of times you kind of go with, like, a classic rock band or something like that. You know, Queen or Led Zeppelin or The Who or, or something like that is usually thrown in there because they were the early ones that kind of pioneered, like, musicality. Um, and, you know, bands have come, you know, blown them away since in what they've done. Um, but like their lasting impression and like and the rock operas, the musicianship of each band, like they knew exactly what to play, when to play. And Freddie Mercury has a range and a voice that is unlike anyone else's. Um, and I mean, anybody that came after him, you know, obviously like they had the talent to do so, but like, I think they had to be like a, a major influence and you know you listen to a song like crazy little thing called love and you think it's an elvis song and then you listen to stone cold crazy which metallica did a cover of and stone cold crazy is like just as heavy as the metallica version right um you know and then you have bohemian rhapsody which you know it's it's like a cliche song at this point but like it's it the the peaks and valleys and everything that it goes through it's like wow anyway uh any any thoughts 
you you nailed you nailed my thoughts on it. Like I was always kind of blown away by their variety. I, I, I prefer but not always in a good way because Queen. you know, like there's Wayne's World and Bohemian Rhapsody is like da da da. And then my mom had this 40, we're talking a lot about like music for my childhood, but my mom had this 45 or whatever they called the small record, yeah, 45, a single on one side, it was fat bottom girls. And on the other side, it was bicycle. And I'm like, these songs are ridiculous. <laughs> I hate 45. Them. A, a song about, I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride it now. Yeah. On. I, I think they are a case study in like once they started, like people were like, these guys are awesome. They were kind of doing like, we're going to do whatever the hell we want to do, you know, right. and they just did it for better or for worse, you know, and but they were I always admire it. good I, at it. I know? think like we're all doing a pretty decent job of enjoying talking about Queen, but the time is over. So dang it. Yep. Uh oh, maybe. You, oh, never mind. Hmm? Nothing. Hmm. Spinning the wheel for Eddie. Of course I did. Let's talk about Eddie. Let's talk about me. I'm a pop culture icon. No. Oh, Eddie, got Eddie. E, e, that's a toughie. Um. <laughs> let's talk about the Electric Company. Uh, it was a show on PBS, and this may be where I'm showing my age. One, really? Billy, did you ever watch Electric Company? No, I've no, I know the name, but I dang it, I don't even think I know what it is. So pre cable TV, at least for me, uh, we got a lot of our uh, kids stuff from just some of the local stations, and then P uh, PBS and stuff like Mister Rogers. Sesame Street, and then there was a thing called Today's Special, which if you want to blow your 80s brain, look up Today's Special. It was just this weird variety show about a mannequin that like came alive in a department store. Anyway, amongst this pantheon of ch – I don't think so. Um, but there was a show called The Electric Company, and it was Wasn't this that like, a movie? fusion of like like – science and dance and like entertainment and it was this weird variety shows were just like in your face back then and so they uh electric company for lack of a better word was kind of a variety show for kids that had a little bit of everything in it and i want to say like even mr wizard had a segment on this show before he ended up having like his own show later on um, and I'm talking about the OG Mr. Wizard, the guy that was bald, like 60, 70 years old, hanging out. It was like Doc Emmett Brown hanging out with a bunch of middle schoolers. And yeah, Morgan Freeman. He was like the voice of like the electric company. And heck, Spider-Man showed up on it. Like you had Spider-Man. Yeah, there you go. Spider-Man would show up and like do his little bits and he'd have like his Spidey sense would go off. But um, uh, and like help kids like solve little crimes and it was basically this weird acid trip of a variety show that tried to kind of be educational, um, kind of a case study in um, early 80s, trying to figure out how to spend that tax money for educational programming for children. Uh, but it was all great, you know. Um, Did it have yeah. a lot of animated segments? I feel like if I seen anything, it was animated. They had like those little vignettes, uh, little okay. short, quick bursts of animation. Okay. Uh Oftentimes it was kind of that classic, like, like almost Monty Python style, like exaggerated, like boop, 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 you know, and like, 
like the pinball sequence in Sesame Street, if you want to invoke that thing, that that acid trip. But um, <laughs> that's that. I'm done, huh? You're done. Electric Company. Yeah. Yeah. Old Man Al remembers. H. Mm. I got H. Ooh, he's polar. Yes. And just so, because he's one of the most polarizing. How do you hate on Howard the Duck? Howard the Duck. I, I love the movie. I don't care. I like the movie. Yes, too. he's polarizing. The comic version is amazing. But yeah. then is like you, you know you I get like the some movie of now. it in I the com- in the movie but like the comics the like really expand expand on it expand it on it whatever um like he is just a grumpy jerk bird <laughs> and like he's a lawyer and but man his comics actually get really weird too like I have some Howard the Duck comics that I didn't even know this he teams up with Kiss <laughs> I didn't even know that in a Howard the Duck comic, my favorite band. Like I just got the Howard the Duck comics, and they, they're, yeah. they're hanging out. He's hanging out with Kiss. Teams up with Kiss. What? Teams up with Deadpool. So anyway, Howard the Duck's pretty cool. I like the movie. You got to see duck boobs. You do. And I was like, oh I was freaked out. I call it George <laughs> Lucas's best film. Yeah. I, yeah. It blew my mind. I mean, I wasn't ready for all of it. It was way more like uh, salty to quote Randall than it was oh. uh, as a for a kid, especially. I'm not even that salty. Come on, <laughs> come on. I've been smiling the whole time. I'm a smiling guy. He's as smiley as can be. <laughs> On this show, <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe. So I like nice um, have a show. I learned like a word as a kid. I learned a word I did not know on Howard the Duck the movie. <laughs> that Leah Thompson had sex with him. <laughs> well, there's that. I think it was implied. I don't think they actually like did it. I don't know. But the word prophylactics. Prophylactic, yeah, okay. Awesome. The word prophylactics was used in that movie. And as a kid, I didn't know Why what that meant, that so I looked it up. Huh? Why was that word used in it, Eddie? He took a job as a like busboy slash cart attendant at essentially some sort of like sex club in Los Angeles, and was pushing around this cart. And he goes, uh, "Towels, lubricants, prophylactics." <laughs> I bet he, he used those on Leah Thompson. I hope so. I, I hope he did. Anyway, how are the ducks done? Ooh. Don't they have they have weird ones, don't they? Like like inter- internal Our ones. Powers. Just just look up uh scientifically accurate ducktails. Woo! Ooh. Randall disgusted. I'm with you, sir. Look at his face. I'm with him. That's my spirit animal right now. <laughs> yeah, right. He didn't deserve this. Maybe I'm salty. Yeah. All right, Randy. <laughs> what I get? M. Ooh. Oh no! I might bail on the, what I was originally going to do for M. Randy, Uh-oh. you got M. Oh, let's take this conversation a M. different way. M, as it relates to pop culture. Me too. Oh, look what do you guys Randall. think of that? Look at Randall taking it two minutes. That's like one of the few I had like in my mind. We huh, could go a different baby. way. 
Meat. No, you went, you said it. The fact we avoid it's going to make you know, speak volumes too. Okay, I, good. <laughs> my thought on it is the classic, like, it's like high yeah, it, time. It's out there. That a thing that has become a, an inside joke almost, like, oh, if you want that part, you're going to have to do this, or not even that part. Just like if you want right. any sort of any sort of like leg up in, on anything, you're going to have to do a thing that you wouldn't normally do. Um, and on the flip, it's also a thing that, you know, in cases of people like, you know, and I don't want to vo- invoke the NZs and sorry thing. Cause I mean, he, he, I don't know the guy personally, but it does seem like in the wrong circumstances, somebody could get, um, also me too, when there was maybe no, no oh, uh, sure. intent know. to cause that kind of thing too. Yeah. You gotta be careful. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like those no, and I wanted to bring it up for pop culture because I I think it's a good thing because you could even go back like it's became like a a co- comedic bit like the uh, oh yeah you gotta do anything to get this role you know that kind of thing and like that's not cool no and and I feel like the Aziz As- As- uh, Asar and sorry I think Thank you um it's it's inevitable but like also. I, I feel like probably a rarity. It's just there's got to be that go-to case that people who are not fond of the whole movement in general can then grab and throw at people. They're right. Like, oh, this is just they're just gonna use they're just gonna use it to uh, you know ensnare whoever they can. It's like who? What do you? Oh talk yeah. About? I mean, when you talk about stuff getting calibrated again, you always have the scales do this. You know. It never just goes, boop, hey, we're good now. You know, there's always going to be that overcompensation on one side as things start to kind of uh, uh, e- e- oh, yeah. equilibrate. I can't even talk now. It's so late. That's equilibrate. Okay. It's over anyway. But, but no, I agree. That was I an agree. interesting one. And, and, you know, it's, you know, it's certainly. Randall, bring it to earth, man. That's, that's That shouldn't just be like, oh, we can't talk about like, you no, know. No, I say you dive in. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, it te- technically it's one of those topics that's like kind of a it's more of a social topic, but kind of a political topic. Yeah, it, t- it ties way. into everything almost, though. Yeah, yeah and I, I just don't know how much you know. I don't want to go on other people's show and bring that. No, you're good. I think we're all we're all grown ups too. You can you can't really avoid these things sometimes. I think avoiding them speaks volumes. No. Anyway, right? Yeah. Yes. Hey, all right, so this is uh, I too. one one no. more round. <laughs> all right, <Sorry>. Billy. <laughs> we'll call it. I. I. Yeah. I yep, want to talk round. about Inglorious Bastards. You got Bastards. the letter I. Ooh. Yeah. You would show me how many Nazi scalps did he say? I don't remember. Hundred. Well, here's here's something that I don't know if, if everyone knows about this or not. Um, I I really like who they got to play uh, the Bear Jew. Uh, it's a director, Eli Roth. Um, I, I've heard that Randy may not be a fan. Uh, so 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 so. Yeah. There's I I haven't seen it. Several of it, a couple of his more recent movies, but yeah. Eh. Okay, but anyway, um, I'm I'm a fan of the guy, and um, 
So I was like, oh, that's really cool. I like him in the role. And, you know, he's not a big actor, but he got to act alongside, you know, Brad Pitt and whatever else. But like that role was written for Adam Sandler. What? Wow. And, you know, uh, it's the guy with the baseball bat. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know, like, you know, he he wears like the wife beater and and whatever and like. I don't know, just kind of like picture Sandler in, you know, like kind of a, a, a tough guy role. Like it's he could funny. do it. Absolutely. Like yeah. even, even in his comedic stuff, like uh, Happy Gilmore or whatever, like he still has like a toughness and a grit. And you it, meet it, up Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Um, and you know, he's a Jewish guy and whatever. The only reason why he didn't do the movie be was funny because to see the timing uh, of it, uh, he was already scheduled to do uh funny people, which is mm. all really good. Um, but, uh, like a serious movie for sure. Mm. But, um, anyway, inglorious bastards is one of my favorite, like, like top two ish, um, Tarantino movie. Mm. So, yeah, that's a good one. Anyone else real quick? No, I, I dug it. I, you know, I like most of what I've seen from Tarantino. I have to see the most recent one. Most recent. It's like two years ago. Um, uh, in Hollywood. Yeah, I need to see that one. Not um, that, but anyway. But uh, but yeah, I'm in, a fan. Glorious Bastards is an interesting one because on um, on our movie podcast relic cinematic universe we we i don't know last year sometime we did um season three we did uh the original inglorious bastards inglorious bastards or bastards the spelling slightly different uh tarantino's is spelled different yes um and that is a case where it's kind of a remake but kind of a name basic idea yeah and that is a case where in my opinion i wasn't super fond of the original i didn't really care for it where they a movie was remade and vastly improved upon Mm. as opposed to just kind of like it's a good movie and then do kind of a mediocre i'm sorry what it's a movie that more so needed the remake right right and it was yeah definitely improved upon um but Yep, let's uh, move on to, to old Edgar. Yeah. <laughs> it is, right? I know. She's making me blush. Man. I got sidetracked by the uh, comments. R! It's getting steamy. Man, I've been up for so long. Um, uh. Let me think here. <laughs> Eddie, you got R. I'm just going to go for what the first thing popped into my head. Ratatouille. Uh, Billy Whoa. Billy mentioned it in the dim takeover from the Daydream Instruction Manual uh, spouses. Um, uh, Pixar has that magic sauce. Uh, I love pretty much every one of their That's movies. Just, yeah, exactly. And exactly. Being controlled by a mouse or a rat, I guess, as you try to cook. Uh if you wrote down the premise of Pixar movies, mouse? just really and just handed it off to someone, they would be like, "What are you doing? Like, you don't. This isn't. This isn't going to work." 
and they make it work. They make it work more often than not. I know, like we said, Billy, it's like once you've like hit a 10, then How if all of a sudden you're hitting you? a seven, people are like, mm, not so good. But uh, even still, it's like you're still doing great stuff. Um, Ratatouille's like one of my top favorite uh, Pixar films. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's just an often overlooked one. Uh, I don't yeah. think it did amazing. I, and maybe I'm wrong. It just, like I said, you know, when you have toy story and then like bugs life was kind of like maybe a little overlooked a little mm-hmm. but they have monsters inc that did well and then cars that did well then up and wally and you know ratatouille kind of kind of gets lost in the mix um, a little bit um we actually fun story we actually made after watching the movie we looked up the recipe uh, from yeah. which, and made ratatouille and uh it was it's delicious um and um the premise alone, just a great movie. And once again, Patton Oswald can do anything, apparently. Um, you know, for a while we started watching uh, the Goldbergs and we're like, is that Patton Oswald? Is he he's in everything, this guy? Um, but uh you watch it and it's like this is a great, a great story. So it's got that Pixar magic. Um, we love it. It's one of the classics for our family for sure. I've never seen it. Really? Right, I'm thinking I'm gonna have to watch it now. Do you have Disney Plus? No, uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, Randall, you're missing out. Oh, well, I get well, it. Well, it's just a matter of like, <sighs> there needs to be a show. Mandalorian almost got me. I he watched one episode of Mandalorian and I loved it, so I'm like, maybe, but no, that's I about it. it right now. So, you know, if if you don't care too much about watching like a bunch of like old cartoons or movies, like. There's not a ton of new content. Not yet. Not yet. That's what do they have for Nordic Noir and Moody Detective Murder shows? That's what I've been feeling. Yeah, they got a lot of that. (laughs) It it might not be an exact hit, but it might be close. A little film from Disney called Blackbeard's Ghost (laughs) from the late '70s. Disney's gritty phase. Really? Okay. Look up Blackbeard's ghost. You know yeah. what? If they had Watcher in the Woods, I would think about it. Uh, have you seen this? I, I know what you're talking about. They may have it. I'm looking now. I think my two minutes is up, right? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm hiding. No, no, you're good. And it's got Goldblum, bro. It's a great series. Here's the nice thing is the next segment is Daydream Instruction Manual with no real plan. So you just carry this right over. Yeah, we're okay. I'm looking now. Watcher in the woods. Mm-hmm. What? What Watcher in the woods? It's time for Paul to spin the wheel. There's no Watcher in the woods, Randall. Oh, I too see. creepy. It's a Disney movie, though. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> All right. Yeah! They got Blackbeard's ghost. I, got son. <laughs> <laughs> I go right back to okay. Blackbeard's ghost. Sorry. We wear a, space. a spaceship that's shaped like a carnival tent lands and they store their humans in cotton candy. Uh, go ahead, Paul. You, this is yours. You, you, you run with it. Cotton candy. 
the movie is so amazingly bizarre. It's like you, you look at it, and it's supposed to be. It's it's listed Put as yourself a scary movie in the situation. But though. if you're scared of killer clowns from outer space, don't watch anything in the horror genre. <laughs> I'll eat myself out of that cocoon. Ow, 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 ow. Well, situationally, yes, it's horrifying because right. it's unless you like cutting candy, like eighty. I guess it's not too bad. It's eighty-seven, maybe. I remember I mean, when at the that first point, blockbuster opened up, and uh, not the first ever, but the one in our Yo, town. So, <laughs> and uh, we went there to check it. I remember when. And uh, we went to go check it out. And that was one of the first movies I saw that I held up. And I was like, I kind of want to watch this. Um, my mom was like, no. But there's no men with mustaches. There's no men with mustaches and clowns from killer clowns from outer space. And clowns is spelled with a K. It's then okay. I should have okay. been allowed to see it. Uh, anyway. Okay. As, as Paul twirls his mustache. It's not all yeah, right we're, we're older than vhs exactly we are <laughs> i remember the betamax debate <clears throat> the betamax it feels like it yeah i had friends who were like ah oh, we got a betamax at the home debate debate a max yeah just giant spin the wheel vcr was like this big dude <laughs> put it on top cut chunk son take your finger why okay i don't have anything preset for why um <sighs> youtube let's talk about youtube um so the very first thing i remember about youtube was uh, someone was telling me about it <laughs> and like they're like oh there's this there's this new um uh, website that just like it has every single video you ever wanted to see on it and i thought he kept saying you too like 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 Mm -hmm. the band i'm like what why would the band have this as like youtube videos like like what no it's it's i I was so confused until i finally figured out it was you randy Gets like, the letter Y. Uh, Why? Because you yep. gotta. <coughs> I do miss Charlie bit my finger, though. I miss those things. I kind of want to counter it too because I feel like YouTube hit a kind of a cool peak, maybe even like, yeah, two or three years ago, and then spot on, yes, and then now it's like okay, like I I see though I see what's happening, and it's not even YouTube anymore. It's like get out of here. Well, too. and the evolution it's, of it's YouTube. Just, over- yeah, uh, no. You nailed it, and that's why I mentioned YouTube. Uh, I can get super. I have such a love hate hate relationship with YouTube because, on the one hand, it's still still you can still upload stuff. Anybody can upload stuff. Super cool stuff like that. But uh, Eddie, I think you're you're right. uh, Specifically, like 
two, there, three years ago. Every it was how awesome. to kind of at its you could imagine at its peak a little bit, and where you still had all like the that. usual YouTube so stuff, just, and it was pretty much still wild, wild west YouTube. But you also had like creators that were actually making money, so you were right. getting some interesting content out of just creators who happen to you know become and some not so great content but whatever. right but then 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 like you know hyper monetization came on and the ad revenue i mean that was there already but um around the time youtube red or were they calling it youtube Pay live tube. at first or those two separate services i, I don't, don't even know anymore they changed it so much once they started launching like hey you can basically Get your cable through YouTube. Give us money. And that's when I was like, oh, man, that's the downfall. And it kind of has been the slow slope into into everybody. It's so easy to become a partner to. Nope, you're not going to be a partner. You need a thousand subscribers and four thousand yeah. watch hours. And it's like, OK, well, that's kind of sucks. And yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, and then creators like us, I mean, you have content that even remotely, and they're out, I mean, all that stuff with the DACA, um, not DACA, I'm not thinking, I'm so tired now, COPPA! COPPA, yeah. The COPPA, the COPPA rock, as Jesse and I were calling it, Um, and uh, it's just got to the point where we just fled, like, we just fled YouTube as a platform, like, I'm like, I... We're, we talk about he and mega. We talk about He-Man toys, like, but we talk about them as grown men. As sad as that sounds, yeah. it's what we do. And I, if we <laughs> at once get confused for being four children, we could find ourselves being fined because that, their algorithm. That's a perfect problem. That's a perfect uh, like that highlights perfectly a big issue with YouTube. Is why is it on you? Right. YouTube has the ability to know. What account is watching that video? They're the only ones that truly have the ability to lock out kids if they if it's not kids content. Right. But they're not going to. They don't want to take any responsibility. They're going to put that on you. Nope. They got fined that one time, if you're savvy to that. Um, they got fined upwards of like, I think it was like 180 million something dollars yeah. because they were in violation of COPPA. Because it's, and it's their system that's doing the things that violate Kappa. Exactly. It's not the video. It's not your content. It's their comment system, the way they run their their right. their tracking. Like right. well, and they were also selling the um the the algorithms and, yeah. and whatnot uh like that they picked up from it that they're like, yeah, children are watching these things. Hey, Toys R Us, do you want to buy ad time right. for those? And that's that's illegal. And their willingness to throw creators to the wolves was just something. And granted, and I'm I love Cobra Kai. It eats my guts. But I ended up uh, unsubscribing as a paid, you know, membership mm -hmm. to YouTube because I'm just like, you know what? If a push comes to shove, I know it's still giving YouTube money, but I'll get them on DVD or something or whatever. But I just. I just cannot in good conscience uh, support a platform that I wouldn't want to put my uh, content on. Yeah. Yep. So take that YouTube. I hope you miss your seven, my money, my $12 a month. You son of a gun. <laughs> well, folks, that was the audio replay of the bull spit segment from the last Starfighters 24 hour extravaganza. Head over to Twitter to Moose Media Inc. and tell us 
what other ABCs you'd like to see us explore. I want to thank Billy and Eddie from Daydream Instruction Manual and Mr. Randall Sylvie from the Growlix Podcast for playing the ABCs of Pop Culture with me. You know, there's a lot of nice podcasts out there, unless you heard it here, probably just a load of bull spit. So until next time, folks, take her easy. Ooh-wee, that sure was some bull spit, but I sure had fun. Junior, you need some help. Be sure to tune in next time. Thank you.